Okay. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, when uh when you first moved into Hart Street, man, first of all, we got to just say we got to we got to explain uh why we just said we're back. <laughs> because we just started this podcast about 2 minutes ago. And then a goddamn cockroach crawled out of somewhere, and I really had a freak out, bro. He freaked out. He's staring at a wall behind me. Because I don't allow that shit in my crib, bro. <laughs> that shit, no, 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 no. Especially not on white walls. That shit is way too visible, bro. <laughs> but now we're back. And, uh, you know, when we first lived, when you first lived in Hart Street, uh, we had a ritual, which was usually get some buds, get some munchies. And we find a movie to watch. In the early days, there were videos on demand, and then we started downloading movies. But in the early days of videos on demand, we would play the trailers and then decide what to watch. There's one movie in particular that me and, me and my me and your brother, we wanted to watch. We decided. You freaked out on us, and we ended up watching Anchorman that night instead. And you hit us both the next day like, yo, I've been watching the trailer all day. I want to see this movie. This movie is the possession of David O'Reilly. But, it, you know, I have to build up a tolerance for the trailer. Because you got to understand something. We just did the podcast on uh, weed comas. And when I first saw that trailer, we were all stoned out of our fucking minds. When we first moved to that basement, that shit was a smoking basement. We had one couch, one TV, one computer, and a whole lot of space. Yeah. And all we did was roll up and watch shit and try to plan out what the fuck we were going to do with our lives. So I was already on one. I was gone. When I saw that shit, not only did the weed make me feel like I could hear my heartbeat pumping in my brain, bro. But the movie elevated my heartbeat. So I couldn't hear anything. (laughs) So I was panicking. I thought that if I watched this movie, I was going to be... In the hospital that night with a fucking anxiety <laughs> attack or some shit. <laughs> you sure enough acted like it. So the next day, what I did was I went to work and I just, in, in the light of day, I started watching the trailer, getting myself used to it, getting myself used to the fact that I was going to watch this shit and I had to not be a pussy. And then I finally said that I was going to watch it. And we did. And we and watched we it. We enjoyed the film. And it's had a moment. I just had to explain that freak out. Yeah. And we had a moment. uh, There's a moment in the film that me and you frequently since have always quoted to each other. And moments for us to get the other to laugh. And it never ceases to. It doesn't fail. Every time it gets the laugh. Because only me and you get that joke the way we get it. You can't see him coming if you're asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Can't see him coming if you're asleep. Yo. And, and it was so disheartening when they actually recut it. The recut, man. I get, I got what they were trying to do, but they butchered that film with the recut. The original independent that we saw. B says she wanted to ro- watch the original. Let's see. If, we, if you could ever find that original, because I can't anywhere. I mean, I think you'd have better luck because you're better at that than me. But I've searched so many places. Uh, and the, the point of this podcast is the last time you freaked out, and that was obviously the last time you freaked out before we went to record here. But that was the yeah, last time before little, uh, this. That doesn't roach. count. Uh, There's only one roach allowed in here. <laughs> roach said, I'm the king of this domain. <laughs> this is my roach kingdom. I will dominate you. And, uh, Fuck out of here. you know, I, I'll be 100% honest with you. I'm going to tell you, our listeners, what happened to me earlier today 
when I came to, you know, chill with Roach and, you know, I start doing this uh, process of recording what we go through to record. Roach says, hey, I need to step outside and have a cigarette, you know, stay here with the baby. I'm like, cool. She's in her walker, bouncing, having fun, doing her baby Google Gaga, nice, happy, waving, little words you can't quite understand. You don't understand the not words that ineligible sound. There you go. That what was that? Nobody knows. She did, but she no, we she don't. She knows exactly what she said. We just trying yeah. to interpret. Yeah, we gotta figure it out. But he steps out, maybe two minutes. She doesn't even notice you out. She didn't even know she was going. She's sitting there bouncing, playing in by the ottoman right there. And she kept looking back at me, you know. And I'm looking at her, messing with my phone. And she was, yeah, I remember you told me she tried to grab your computer charger. So I'm making sure she doesn't go near that. I'm keeping an eye on that. I'm like, I see you over there, engineer. And she looks back at me. And she's looking over my shoulder. And she's just, she's, the technician doesn't realize she's not looking like she's looking up over my shoulder. She's doing the, uh, what Jim did to Dwight when he kept, like, looking at his forehead. She's like, meet my eyes, Jim. Meet my eyes, Jim. And he's like, I am. I am looking. And he's like, he's looking, he's looking above him. He'd be an asshole. But she's looking at something behind me over my shoulder. And I'm not thinking to turn around. I'm like, you're right over there, kiddo. And then she just wails. And not a normal. Like, she's like. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was, it was like, creepy for me because when I walked back in, you, she doesn't cry like that often. Like, that's not a cry I hear often. Mm-hmm. I hear whining. I hear complaining. I don't hear fear. Bro, that. Dude. And. Even after I took her, she was like glancing Still towards the door towards where she was looking when she freaked out. And she kept on that shit and it started freaking me out. And I told you, I was like, yo, there's been times that I'll be in bed. The door to the bedroom is open. And she's standing on the edge of the crib and she's waving at something by the door. And that shit just sends fucking chills down my spine because it's just like with all the research that we've done on on spirits and all this shit. We know that kids have like this hypersensitive awareness. It's almost like fucking pets, bro. Yeah. It's like their pineal gland is so pure yeah. that they still have access to without knowing. It's it's kind of like I mean I, I don't know how to describe it, but exactly what you said. They perceive things differently because they don't know what they're looking at, what they're experiencing, or they haven't been warded down, so to speak. And it freaked me it freak, yo, it freaked me the fuck out. It was just me and her here. Like I told you, she was sitting there, she's playing on it for a second there. I thought she maybe pinched a, a finger or something on this. And I'm like, no, that's a baby thing. That should be relatively safe. This shouldn't be anything for the pinch or grab a finger or like something like that. Nah, that should have one hundred percent baby proof, bro. And that's what freaked me out even more when that said and is that nope, you couldn't have hurt yourself there. And I was looking at you the whole time. You did nothing. And that, that freaked me out a bit more, man, is that and even when I picked her up, I thought she wanted to get picked up. Like, she just wouldn't stop looking over there freaking out. And that freaked me the fuck out. Like, I texted you, bro. Your daughter just pulled a David O'Reilly on me. And you didn't even realize my phone yeah, was phone was still the fucking yeah, yeah. couch. I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know I didn't have my phone. That shit even made me, like, even more, like, goddamn. Like, what if something would have happened? Like, that's cause for another freak out. My brother, what the fuck? You see this shit? Yeah. We're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep going here. Keep keep it going. We're gonna keep going here while Roach deals with that. Uh, it's crazy, <laughs> man. But you know the hypersensitivity and you know what this is starting to feel like? What? In the Exorcist, when all the flies was on the fucking window. Yeah. Get the fuck out. That shit came out of nowhere. 
Honestly, it might be coming from a neighbor or something because there's no clutter. And you guys don't have any garbage. That's crazy. Y'all guys are witnessing some real freakouts right now. Real freakouts on air. Last time we freaked out on air like that was a harp during uh, Hurricane Sandy. Um, That was another freakout. We still have that footage. That was a shit freakout. I was listening to that shit the other day, I told you, right? Yeah. But so, um, what, 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 what the fuck? fuck? What the fuck is what that? What the fuck? Fucking tried to tell us. He couldn't even tell us. Cheese couldn't even tell us what that was. He was. You know, I think about it a lot. Like, especially when I listen to that podcast. Imagine we would have seen like a big ass wave just coming towards us. Because when that shit happened, when we did that, uh, the Hurricane Sandy podcast. We was broadcasting from an iPhone. And then we had Big Rich texting us saying that the same glow that we just saw hover over Williamsburg in the city, he, he just saw, saw it in over far the, over the Atlantic Ocean. It, it was crazy. It was bugged. It was L, man. And just, it, it was scary because I, I, at that point, I was just thinking, man, we have no idea. They're talking Superstorm, all this other shit. I'm just here like, man, they might be kissing our asses goodbye tonight, man. That's what I was thinking when when I saw that sky light up like that. It's the shit that you can't explain that scares you the most. I think those are the biggest freakouts. Shit that we can explain that. That's why the the baby situation today was so scary because we didn't know what the fuck she was staring at. We didn't know what she was freaking out about. Yeah. If you can explain it, then you can deal with it. But the minute that it's just beyond beyond a comprehension or any sort of research, you don't even know where to look. Like, I don't even know where the fuck those things came from right now. They came from nowhere. Literally. They, they deadass just popped up out of nowhere. They came from behind picture frames that don't have anything behind them. Yeah. And they, they came out, one, at, while we're talking about some dark spiritual fucking movie. And then we're talking about a podcast about freaking out, and they fucked up two podcasts already. It's a little dark. It's a little dark. So, do you want to count those as your freakouts, or do you want to? I mean, these are my freakouts. These I mean, are my because fr- I have got to stay live here. on air. Yeah. I have to stay here. Yeah, yeah, you're live on air. I mean, I have to go home to where we had other freakouts when we were younger tonight. So, you know, uh. Definitely something else. That is definitely awkward. That's definitely a weird feeling, man. Um, I'll tell you another freak out. Uh, were you with us? I th- no, I don't know if you were with us in the hallway. I know me and Cheese was in the hallway. When Craig... Yep, I was with you. He was with us. I was with you. And my door was locked. What he had on? A fucking wolf mask? Yeah, like a wolf demon mask, man. Cheese tried to jump out the window. You tried to run you into went, your, <laughs> you went into yeah. You mm. tried to go in your house, right? You went in. I went in my door. Like when we had the right fucked up door knob. I didn't he, lock he, it. I just slammed he, the door. He went in and he just slammed that shit. Cheese tried to do a somersault <laughs> fucking <laughs> swanton bomb from the fucking window on the third floor hallway. And I tripped and busted my ass right in front of my door. And I was just screaming at the top of my lungs while he was in my face like a fucking... <laughs> and then he tried to deny this shit at the barbecue when we was talking about this yeah. shit. Remember when we brought this shit up? Nah, trying to deny this that shit. That was you, Fuck dog. Here, that bro. was you, cuz. 
That was you, like, nigga. We clearly heard you laughing. You took the mask off yeah. afterwards, so like, you knew it was you afterwards. So were you, were you just buzzed. <laughs> we got to tag him on this episode. <laughs> Word. We're like, nah, you. That was you, nigga. We airing this shit out. That shit, yo. That was a, that was a scary moment, man. We yo, we've had a lot of weird moments. I've had a lot of freak out moments. Like even I told you everything in my girl's crib. Like it's been freak out moments after freak out moments, man. And what was another freak out moment. Have you ever freaked out like non non spiritual? Just spaz the fuck out on somebody. <laughs> is that considered a freak out that's a different type of freak out I think that was more of our angry like the angry <laughs> when we did a few weeks ago that was like the, more the anger I was management at, yeah. episode I think I, I had a talk with my pops about that too about how that night went and I was talking with him and Jeff about it and uh, I was honest I said I was drunk while I didn't call anyone a cunt directly I do know that my statement of saying I, I'm just gonna play the rest of the game like a fucking cunt now was a loaded statement, and anyone who can infer from that could take what they meant. No, I didn't directly call you a cunt, but you know what I meant. Yeah, I, you told them that you were going to see them next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was inferred, and, it and, and it's one of those where I have to admit I was in the wrong, but that would qualify as a freak out because I freaked out there. I freaked out, you know, me and my girl were having an argument, and I yelled, I don't give a fuck about your friends, loud enough for them all to hear me. Just do me a favor, <laughs> and on November 16th, <laughs> the person that you become when it comes to sports, that's not Bud, bro. <laughs> Try to stay Bud. Nah, man. I, I've, got, I've contained the competitive spirit where I have to. Just, I played in the Broadway show Zotel league. Taylor's a mean motherfucker, I played bro. in the Broadway show league all season, and I didn't get into one incident with the umpires or anything. I think I can make it to a charity basketball game. So... Uh, I'm just hoping that I, if I get crossed over by somebody, that might be like one of the freakouts that make it to world star and just put us on another level. <laughs> I'm gonna forever be known as that guy that threw his sneaker at a fucking <laughs> charity event. You're gonna be like the Adam Sandler, only guy to ever take his take a skates off the golf an official. <laughs> So we got a few events, uh, November sixteenth, of course. We're at the charity basketball game at IS-383, and November 23rd, I'm going to be doing the K-Rock Chronicles once again at First Live. Hopefully, I don't have a freak out, but if you guys want to know, Poppy man, just contains Poppy. Poppy. Poppy knows where to follow us, man, at Button Roach. 